Hey, happy mamas. Let's talk about stewardship today. Now, we're just getting started on this journey, right? And I just, I found that for me, when I look at my life and my responsibility just a little bit different, it gives me a little different perspective and it helps me make a little different choices that support what God needs me to do a little bit better. And one of those is looking at my life as a stewardship. So one of the biggest things we want to make sure we're doing is living more intentional, right? We've got to be more intentional with our choices, more intentional with, you know, our day-to-day actions and, and what we're doing. Instead of just letting life happen, we have to start making life happen ourselves, right? One of the things that I love, um, Quentin L. Cook in the 2009 October General Conference, he said this about stewardship. He said, in the church, stewardship is not limited to a temporal trust or responsibility. You know, we have stewardship over our kids and, and our calling and stuff like that. But he goes on to say this, President Spencer W. Kimball taught, we are stewards over our bodies, minds, families, and properties. Okay, we are stewards over our bodies, minds, families, and properties. A faithful steward, he goes on to say, is one who exercises righteous dominion, cares for his own, and looks to the poor and needy. So I want you to think as we're talking about what we can do to be happy mamas, I want you to think for a minute about your stewardship over your body and over your mind. That instead of just like, hey, you know, like we've always been taught our body's a gift, right? And it absolutely is. My body's a gift. You know, how am I going to treat that gift? I like to think about this stewardship. Like this is a gift that I am accountable for. This isn't just like, hey, somebody gave it to me and it doesn't matter if I, you know, throw it out. This is a gift that at some point I'm going to have to answer for, right? Um, Let me find this other quote. Um, This is also from Quentin Cook from the same conference talk. He said, with respect to our stewardship for our families, some have taught that when we report to the Savior and he asks us to give an account of our earthly responsibilities, two important inquiries will relate to our families. The first will be our relationship with our spouse, and the second will be about each of our children. So, you know, I don't know doctrinally like where this all falls. There's Quentin Cook saying, you know, it's been taught that we're going to have to actually answer about our stewardship, that we're going to ask about our relationship with our spouse, and we're going to ask about our relationships with our children and what we did to teach them, and the responsibility that we had and the stewardship we had over them. And so let's take this to another level, right? So let's think about our bodies and our minds. Are we being a good steward over them? When I start thinking about um, making good food choices, like up until probably two years ago, maybe, I just either ate what I wanted, A, (laughs) or B, ate because I wanted to lose weight, okay? And so I thought like, oh, I have to eat this way because this is the only way my body's going to release weight. And it worked, right? Um, but that was the choice. You know, I, I felt like it was the only option and I felt like the only real purpose in it was so that my body released weight. So then I'd release the weight and then I'd go back to my regular lifestyle of eating whatever I want. And my body would, you know, either maintain where I was or gain more weight. But when I started really looking at the choices I was making as what is it that God expects me to do for my body? Like, what has he taught me? And what does he expect of me? And I started making choices 
about sleep and water and food and exercise from a different place. That I wasn't exercising because this is what it takes for me to lose weight. I mean, that's a great side benefit. I'm not going to discount that. But I was, ma- I was choosing to exercise because this is how I feed my body. This is, and we'll get into this as we get onto that pillar of lifestyle choices. I'll tell you why exercise is so important on some level and what it does for us mentally and physically. But I started choosing to eat differently because I knew it's what my body needed so that I could be in control. I started eating differently, not just because it affected how I felt physically, but because it affected how I felt emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Because I knew that in order to be a good steward over my body, I had to make different choices. And so I just want you to kind of think about that for a minute and and think about the stewardship that you have. And are you being a good steward with this beautiful gift of a body that you've been given, as imperfect as it may be, as challenging as it may be, right? As, as it may have its own issues that are not going to go away in this lifetime, maybe. Maybe some will, maybe some won't. But what can you do? Like what's within your control that you can be a steward over? Okay. Here's another kind of take on stewardship. R.C. Sproul said that the worst sin against stewardship is a wasted life. Oh, I love that. The worst sin against stewardship? You've been given this gift. What's the sin against it? Wasting it. He said, our lives here on this earth are a gift and we have a responsibility to be a good steward over that gift. We have a responsibility to do something with this life that he's given us. Whatever that is, right? And only you can know what that is. But we have a responsibility to not waste this life we've been given by just getting by, by just being mediocre, by just letting life happen. You know, that slogan, take life by the horns, like, ah, sometimes it's it's really, that's what it is. Like, we just have to step into it and just say, you know what? I am not just going to get by anymore. I am not just going to let life happen. I am going to make life happen right? And there's still going to be plenty of things we can't control. But the problem I found is that too many of us are not taking control of the things we can control. We're just frustrated that life isn't going the way we want it to, but we haven't stopped to say, what can I do to change it? What part can I take to make a difference? Am I being a good steward, right? Um, I want you to think too about the gifts that you've been given right? And we'll talk more about that when we get to the pillar on purpose. But here's the deal. You were put on this earth to bless others with your unique gifts and your unique talents. And I really believe, and you'll hear me talk about this a ton, I really believe, firmly believe that those talents and gifts you were given paired with your unique experiences you've had and your unique perspectives that you have are the gift you have to give to others in some way, shape, or form right? No one can do what you do in the way you do it. And if you don't do it, it doesn't happen for anyone. It goes wasted, right? If you don't show up and use the gifts and talents you've been given, then nobody benefits from them because nobody else can do what you do. They just can't. And so I sometimes I sit here and think, I had this opportunity even yesterday at church. So I coached a lot of kids, right? And oh my gosh, my heart just I'm just tearing up just thinking about them. My heart goes out to those kids. They're just, I love them so much. And I was walking out of sacrament meeting and one of the kids that I had the opportunity to coach who just had an amazing response to the winner's edge, 
and just loved it so much. He's in my ward and he was home for college break over the holidays. And he, um, we did an episode uh, on a podcast I recorded before he left on his mission. Now he's been home for six months or something. And um, because he was one of my track athletes and I gathered all these track athletes together who had a really, to me, a really extraordinary story and I recorded it. And he said to me, um, he said, coach, when are you going to release that? Like he and these other boys have been pestering me for two and a half years now. When are you going to release that? And I said, I don't know, buddy. I'm, I'm scared. I'm having a hard time opening my mouth again. Now he didn't used to ever be scared. He used to be a professional speaker. It's what I did every day for a living. And I said, I'm scared. And he said, coach, there are kids out there who need you. And it's not going to happen if you're scared and won't open your mouth. And here's this really wise 22-year-old athlete of mine kind of giving me a little soft, swift kick, you know? But it's true. When we are afraid to do whatever it is that God's given us a desire to do and the things he needs us to do to help, there are people who don't get what they need. I mean, hopefully Heavenly Father answers that call another way and answers their prayer another way. But man, what if I was supposed to answer that prayer? And I was just scared, or I was lazy, or apathetic, or, or I just didn't show up, or I didn't listen to the prompting. Man, I have to account for that, right? I have to account for that stewardship. And so I'm here to tell you right now, you are a steward. And what are you doing with the life you've been given? Are you being the mom you need to be? Are you being the wife you need to be? Are you fulfilling your calling the way you need to? Are you ministering to your neighbors? You know, what is it that God needs from you? And are you doing it? Because he's going to ask us. I, I think he's going to ask us. <laughs> I don't know doctrinally, but I think he's going to ask us what we did with the gift he gave us to be here on this earth. Right? So happy mamas, I want you to think about your life and the stewardship you have. And are you being a good steward? And can you make the right choices from that aspect of you know, sometimes I get so frustrated as a mom, right? Like they're not doing their chores and they're not this and they're not that. And you get so frustrated because how it affects you. Maybe it's just me, you know, like, oh, when they don't clean up after themselves, it makes such a mess for me, you know? And then I have to stop for a minute. I have to say to myself, my job as a mom isn't for them to make my life easier. My job as a mom is to teach them how to be great adults, how to be responsible, how to be capable, how to be committed, how to be, you know, how to love the Lord and how to make good choices. And I'm supposed to teach them how to do that. And so have I taught them? Like, that's why I need to teach them to clean up their mess. Not because it makes my life harder to have their mess out. I mean, it certainly does, right? But I need to teach them for the right reason that I, I have a stewardship over them to teach them how to be humans, adults, that can live a good life and can be righteous and can raise a family. And, you know, I got to teach him those things for the right reasons. So we're going to gut check this, right? We're going to gut check and say, am I being a good steward? Am I doing what it takes to be a good steward over my physical body, my mind, my, my family, my relationships? This is a stewardship and this is serious to me. You know, how am I doing? We can do this. Happy mamas. Let's raise that army of happy mamas. You can be a good steward. We'll catch you on the next episode.